Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever start your cart with the baker's app and save from wherever today baker's fresh for everyone 35 dollars order minimum restrictions may apply subject to availability get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one dollar each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card baker's fresh for everyone hello and welcome to the social psychic radio show featuring jason zook In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. It's a great pleasure that I have the opportunity of bringing on Ralph Haven, an intuitive medical healer and physical therapist onto the show to discuss his personal experiences and his personal journey over the years as a healer working with others. Ralph has been doing this for quite some time. For those of us in this audience, Looking, listening to this episode for the first time, do you currently suffer from a chronic medical condition that has impaired your ability to live a great positive quality of life? Have you wondered what traditional medicine could do for you and then feel like you're at a dead end because you're frustrated in terms of the type of treatments available to you? Are you worried about this condition? Do you feel like there might be more out there in terms of healing modality? If you are asking yourself any of these kind of questions, I would recommend tuning into this episode and listening closely the rest of the time as we talk today. Ralph is a true healer, and anyone who's encountered him will vouch for his ability. After completing his physical therapy degree from Texas Women's University in Houston with an MS in physical therapy, Ralph continued his training and embarked on extensive study in alternate therapies, including joint and soft tissue mobilization, craniosacral therapy, and energy medicine. Currently, Ralph is the owner of Ralph Haven's Physical Therapy in Bellingham, Washington. He also is very involved with medical intuitive healing for each of his clients. Ralph has been trained by studying with world-renowned healers, the world of physical therapy, chiropractic, naturopathic, integrated manual therapy, craniosacral, and matrix energetics. I'm excited to bring Ralph on the show because with everything that we're dealing with in our current society, with our unsettled times, and this pandemic that has been impacting our country in so many ways on a daily basis, every single time we leave the house and have to wear a mask, 
we're reminded that we're in the midst of uncertain times. For each of you, I know from every single person I encounter, we all have a certain residual stress that is operating under the surface. And that kind of stress is not good for our immune system. It's not good for our bodies. And it's not good for our mental health. Think of it as like a Wi-Fi signal. It's always on. And that's how our anxiety is. And that's how our stress is. And we need to maximize our ability to be as healthy as possible. And that's why I'm, I'm excited to have Ralph on. Ralph's going to come on very shortly in a few minutes to talk about his gifts and what he can do potentially for anyone who's concerned about the state of affairs of the world that we're dealing with, which causes a lot of anxiety and unsteadiness, as well as if you happen to suffer from a chronic condition, such as an autoimmune disease or some type of physical condition that perhaps you just haven't found a solution for. It's a great pleasure that I welcome Ralph to the show. Welcome to the show, Ralph. Thank you, Jason. That's quite an introduction. Thank you very much. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my, my family makes jokes that I like to talk because I'm an attorney. And I guess the podcast is the best thing for someone who likes to talk because I get to talk for an hour each time and there's no one, you know, People actually listen to some things I say, but I actually like to think that my guests are more interesting than I'll ever be. So awesome. I want to ask you this. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. What you no, no, I was just going <laughs> to say that. Awesome. The first thing I want to ask you is, how did you go from physical therapy to become a medical intuitive healer? Yeah. So back when I was in, in college, um, I, um, I thought I wanted to be a medical doctor. And I don't know why, but I always... Um, asked people about their conditions and um, wanted to see if I could um, help them. I didn't know uh, even how to do that, but I realized I didn't really want to be a medical doctor. And the reason was I was a runner and I running on the track teams at, and in college. And, and I just wanted to keep a lot of miles. And that's what I really thought of myself as. And I knew medical school would take too much time. And so I spent some years just um, working in a restaurant and somebody told me you should check out physical therapy. So I did. And it looked like something I could do to run. And so I, I started on that road, but I, um, I started to see it was pretty fun to, to have somebody that had pain and then you to interact with them and then they would be without pain. But what was going on, I had an interesting thing happen when um, one of my teachers, one of my um, mentors wanted me to come work for him in San Diego. And I had a, a, a thing that I tried to hide from people and it was severe, severe anxiety. And worse than that, I had a thing where my hands and my whole body would just sweat really uncontrollably, especially around certain kinds of men, like big men, um, doctors, lawyers, other people that had power, I would be, I would crumble on the inside and have a lot of sweating coming up. And so he said, yeah, come and um, work on my neck and I can see how your hands are. And, um, and then you can come work for me. And I was like terrified that, oh my God, he's going to like see my hands like sweating. And, and I was doing everything I could to do workarounds. And here I was as a physical therapist to touch people. And so I started down this, so what I did was instead I said, no, I'm going to start my own practice. So I, that's how I started my own practice was pure fear. And so then I had control of it, but I was working on, um, I, I started um, taking lots of um, classes and my big, um, one way I was trained was, you should always test before and after a treatment to see if something is different. And what I would recommend for our guests is what's interesting, and I'll tell you how, a little story about all this, but basically you could be different from the chair you're sitting in right now. And I mean, in a real way. So what I would encourage people to do is test your neck, test your back. Um, think about what you would like to change in your life, um, in your world. Um, if something were to change for you tonight um, or whenever you're listening, what might that be? And just put it out there as a, a like a request to the universe and then read and then test your your walking your your neck and your back and, and see how you feel and um because in a little bit we can recheck and see what's different for you so so what happened with me was i started to take a lot of um classes and my guiding north star was did somebody get better to change something if they if i did a certain thing and it led me more and more into the alternative world the alternative world of um, cranial sacral and um, all these energy medicine things, because I just needed to see, did it, did it change something? And, um, and when I found one of my medical intuitive healers, a physical therapist back in 2000, she um, could see things at a distance. And by that, I mean, she could see from across the room what was wrong with me. And then um, tell my lab partner, we were taking a class um, to work on this. And then I was better. And, um, and then down the road later, I found another um, person, Richard Bartlett of Matrix Energetics, 
and he showed her showed me how you could um really have a change even if at a distance you could like over the airwaves over the phone over um the internet you could um see things but you could also notice them change and so when i was going through these different um things to learn what happened to me was i um started healing so my anxiety went away my sweaty hand thing went away i had I used to have cavities that um every every six months i had cavities that quit happening so the last 20 plus years um no more cavities and um and i started to see a principle that i want people to get and that's that whatever's going on with somebody with you whether it's a chronic medical condition and anxiety <clears throat> something that's coming up around um the coronavirus and i've got something for people for that in a minute but whatever's coming up um your body your being is doing the best it can do even if you're in a lot of pain even if you got a lot of problems even if a lot of anxiety it's doing the best it can do and what it's doing i found is what it was doing for me it's protecting you it was protecting me and so my body was protecting my heart and um and when that got um shifted improved with um the the, the treatments i no longer had my anxiety and i could run after not being able to run for quite a few months and there's other protections the body will protect things like um that are very important to it but it'll protect the mental the emotional the spiritual pain at an even higher higher cost so um like i've seen people that were dealing with lots of chronic pain but then when we clear a lot of grief out of their lungs and i'm not talking talk therapy i'm talking a, a way to clear it energetically um they no longer had neck and back pain so so um so what my path was um this kind of just like just jump into it and start to go and i think there was something in me that knew i could get rid of my anxiety and my sweaty hand thing because that was limiting my life and now i can be around people like you a, a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> you know it's interesting i was as you're telling me this i'm thinking to myself wow that could be an interesting like branding for you sweaty sweaty palms start a business become an intuitive healer <laughs> a, a medical healer from just the fear of sweaty palms because so many people suffer from that Yeah. I will tell you that I've never had that personally thank God but we all have maladies we deal with we all have illnesses and conditions and not just physical conditions so many people in traditional medicine focus on just the body and anything I've learned since I've become more spiritual and done this even for example this podcast the different guests that I have on shaman shamanism they look at the whole the mind body spirit they look at disease with the the height in between dis and ease because and and I believe myself that the body itself is just one part of the combination of what you really want to look at when you want to be healthy. You got to look at mind, body, spirit. You have a viewpoint about the mind, body, spirit versus traditional medicine based on the fact that you are also a physical therapist. How does how do you reconcile those two? Yeah, so what I what I found and what what um the way I like to um the way I like to use this is it can be um a physical thing that's a problem. like there was a time when i had a severe bone pain for years and i couldn't nothing working and i finally found out it was um the water had been um they started fluoridating the water in san diego and i had bone pain and i had to figure out how to detox from that and um and so it was a physical thing that needed to shift it wasn't in my mind it wasn't in um some energetic thing it wasn't um some mental emotional thing it was like there was a physical thing that needed to shift and um and so then there's the, the woman like i said that had um the neck and headache and back pain and and stuff and um it was the grief in the lungs that when that cleared that that was the the thing so her primary thing was a spiritual pain because she had lost some family members and um and so the thing is if if somebody has one um treatment then that um that if you have a hammer everything looks like a nail kind of thing so it's like the what what I, what the way i look at it is there we have a way to um check in and go okay is this physical is it men, uh, mental is it emotional is it spiritual where is it and what is it and um and how can we um get to the thing that can impact them the biggest because sometimes it's physical and sometimes it's a mental emotional thing and sometimes it's a spiritual pain and um sometimes it's just a toxin just take a toxin out so it can be all the things and there's a way to use um intuition and also some very specific ways that i like to play to just to check in like um you can actually just check like you're checking a little um um uh, checking your indicator lights or something and going okay is it this 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 uh it's this one and so for this person it's spiritual 
For this person, their back pain is um, mental around money. For this one, it's just their kidneys and they, um, we need to fix up their kidneys. For this one, it's definitely a biomechanical thing in their, their joint, in their back. So it's like, <clears throat> it can be different things. And the key is to find out what is somebody's body protecting them from? So it could be mind, it could be body, it could be spirit. The key is like when you see somebody and then you, you make your assessment and then um, do something, then you retest right away. And that's why being on this show right now, people, I'm tuning in and there's a way, it's a lot, I don't have to, how would I say it? Basically, um, there's a way to play with the pattern of everybody that's listening without intruding or anything. And, um, and shift patterns of primary causes for people. And it, so it doesn't have to be just one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. When you say switch patterns, is that, can you elaborate a little bit on that for our audience just to kind yeah, of explain that further? That's a good point. Yeah, so there's a principle in spiritual traditions by the time you've noticed I've answered that kind of thing. And it's in quantum physics too, when some of their, done some of their experiments and it's in homeopathy. It's basically when you touch the information, it already starts to, um, it's like as you're touching a little um, iPad icon and it runs a whole program once you touch that, that icon. And so I forgot what the question was. I was just asking if you could explain further what you meant when you said you're changing things around oh, right. during the episode. So, so, so um, as, as, I, as I scan the energy or the, the information, by the time I notice it, it's already shifting. And so it's not like I'm changing the information. It's more like I'm the play-by-play -play announcer of the football game and I'm, I'm letting you know what I, how, how, it, how, it is how it's changed. It's like, by the time I notice it, it's already, um, I can see it um, already changing. That sounds a little weird, but, um, but it, it, that's how it plays. And so that's why it's so non-intrusive. I'm not doing anything. I'm just noticing. I'm noticing as it changes and it, it takes more time to tell somebody than, um, than it does for it to happen. And so it looks like I'm doing something, but I'm, um, I'm noticing that, Oh, look at that. And then I'm reporting it. <laughs> okay. Would it be something like subtle vibrational energy or anything like that in terms of your own, because I know you mentioned quantum physics. Is there anything in that involving that for our audience? Just to yeah, understand I, a little yeah. more about your methodology. Yeah, so if you so it's kind of like this um, this call we're on a Zoom and yet it's going to also be on a podcast and we're on wireless devices and, and it's in the air and yet I can um, you know hear your voice and you know right now I can actually see you and like I don't know how that works I have no idea how that works but I know how to use it I can push a button and it's like oh here's how you use it but I, I don't know how my car works but I can use it and um so it's kind of like that and so anything that I say about it may or may not be absolutely true. It's kind of like my friend who um, once he had a, a remote control on for his TV and he, his wife was sitting on the side and he said, I'm gonna point this laser right at her filling and bounce it off her filling and turn that TV off. And he pushed the button and the TV turned off. And it's like, well, I bet he didn't like, bet it didn't really bounce off the filling and, and hit the TV. It was an explanation. And it, it was, he pushed the button and the TV turned off but the explanation isn't quite correct. So the explanation might not be absolute, but the basic idea is there's a physicist guy named Nassim Harriman, and he um, did a paper called the Schwarzschild proton. And what he found was that every proton in matter, every, you know, in us, we made up a lot of protons, the universe is made up a lot of protons. Every single proton um, behaves like a black hole, which means that it has pretty much infinite mass, like weight and infinite information. And so in every dot of the universe, there's infinity. And not in a like, um, isn't that a nice spiritual way to say it? It's like, no, from a physics point of view, every dot of the universe has infinity. And so with that information, we can, it's kind of like Wi-Fi. We can watch the movie here in China or here in um, Bellingham or over there in, in Tampa. It's the same information, but it's, um, it's in different places. And if somebody has the code to go behind the scenes, they can change the, the website a little bit. And now when somebody touches that information, it's different information, but they can get it from many different parts of the world. So we're playing in a place where the universe does appear to be holographic and we're holographic. And we can kind of go, oh, there's, I'll do one right now and you might even feel it. 
like right here, and I'll just turn it. I had a um a time when I was um doing a a, a two hour no it was a few hours in um San Diego, the Pacific Beach Holistic, um, and this guy um, I was gonna say, sorry to interrupt you. For our audience right now, since you and I are on a Zoom call, which is something oh, right. that I get to do for this podcast, I want to just explain the narrate for a second because they're not watching what you're doing. Oh, that's right. I'm going to say that you close your eyes and you're taking your, I think that's your right hand, right and hand. waving it across the screen. And can you explain a little further what that exactly is that you're awesome. doing? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it. So I'll do it first in a story. I was um, did a, a few hours um, doing these kind of sessions where people would come up on stage basically, and I would. Um, do things and work on them and they had improvements and healings and all sorts of stuff happened. At the end of the day, um, this woman came up to me and said, Ralph, you know, you didn't pick on pick me, but can you work on my son? And um, and I thought I was gonna get a client. I gave her my card and she I uh, she talked about her son who had these autistic behaviors and autistic stuff going on. And I just noticed something. So I noticed some information. I just I was drawn to something um, a few feet from her. And so what I did was what I just did for you guys, I went and put my hand there. And I noticed it and I just saw myself moving my hand a little bit. And so I went ahead and moved my hand a little bit. And I felt, I guess you could call it a shift. I felt something change. And I got my indicator. There's an indicator that I get in my body that says, oh, that's done. And so I, I said, oh, that, that, that's done. So I said, just let me know what you notice, what's different for him. And she never called me for like months. And finally, I get this email and she says, you know, I didn't want to email you because I had to see if it really stuck, but the kid was completely different. He no longer um, had um, behavioral problems. He no longer had stuff. And that's not to say everybody with an autistic kid should call me, but, um, but this information is in the ethers and what we can, we have way more access to this than we've been led to believe. And so what I did was um, touch some information that I saw and literally I just put my finger on a spot out in space and then I just moved it a little bit. So one spot could be thought of as like, that's one reality. And when I move my finger a little bit, like right there, that's a different reality. And it's kind of cool, because then you can notice, is your world different right now? So um, kind of sounds all weird, but um, but yeah, I basically- Nothing's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's weird, I'll correct you. You're on a, you're on a podcast that talks about psychic, intuitive, that's right. Healing modalities. I mean, we also are talking about my show. That's right. I watch, I listen to your podcast. So yeah, I, I know that. So. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying because so many people, and, and trust me, I had my own journey with this stuff 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, I should say, where I had to like have a paradigm shift within myself when I started having mediumship experiences. I used to call it weird too. And I used to sleep with the lights on and have all these things. Over time, you just get so accustomed to it that yeah. I say any guest who comes on my show, you're expressing your gift and the audience is here to receive it and there's nothing weird about that thank you yeah i was listening to yours and i was like oh my god it's like being at a campfire um and uh, <laughs> ghost stories i'm like oh but uh, but it's your world you're used to it and so yeah this is my world i'm used to it so and i know your audience is like um open to stuff so that's good <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful feeling to have that ability i just i want to ask you this what do you recall as your earliest experience in your life when you noticed that you can pick up on this type of stuff and, and, and perform intuitive medical healing? Like what was your earliest spiritual experience in your life that you can recall? Well, the earliest spiritual experience was um, when I was about four or so and I looked at my hands and I, I was in bed and I was realized, oh my God, I'm gonna die. And I had, um, so come right around to the coronavirus things and anxiety around that, I think. So I, um, my, I started to have these terrible nightmares that um, were, I was kind of awake and having them and walking around the house. And I, you know, so I wasn't like totally asleep. And my parents got so freaked out. They took me to the neurologist and he said, nothing's wrong with me. They ran all these tests. But I had this dream, uh, an awake kind of dream that I was um, playing marbles with some kids and there was an airplane flying over my head. And if somebody pushed the button, I would die. And I just had this weird feeling like, is it going to be black? Is it, is it like, are you done? Is it like gone? Is it like, will I even know it? And I just had this thing like that. So that was my first experience. And, um, and the funny thing is, in a way, it's kind of true. Like, um, there's so much technology now out there. that's like, oh, my goodness, there's some 
forces that might be called not very nice forces out there, you know, and they're putting all sorts of stuff in the, in the, um, in the space with, um, there's drones and there's surveillancing and like all sorts of weirdness. And, um, and so what people right now is, is a way, if you want, I can show, walk people through something where some of these um, spiritual experiences, they're way more accessible. And it's a way to come to peace, even if you're dealing with anxiety, like if you're scared of the virus, or you're scared of um, the vaccine, or you're um, concerned about wearing a mask, or you don't want to wear a mask. It's like, whatever's bringing up your stuff, um, I believe these times are not just a disaster, or a problem, or an obstacle. They're the thing that can catapult us to greatness. And without these problems, we would never get to the next level. And so the real tangible, accessible way to use that kind of idea can walk people through a little bit that um, can help relieve anxieties around stuff. But my um, that was my early spiritual thing, and um, and then along the way I just had steps of like realizing I um, had more access to the infinite than I was led to believe. Just um, my teachers showed me. Looking at your own personal experiences, when you started to embark on the medical intuitive. I wouldn't say, I'll say field, I'll say career, I'll say profession, because it is. What did you have to like let go of as a traditionally trained physical therapist to open yourself up to be able to do this stuff in, in addition thereto? What I had to let go of, I used to think of myself as scientific, orthopedic physical therapist, and it had to be um, scientific. And I had teachers in the orthopedic physical therapy world that um, poo-pooed all the different um, alternative stuff. And I went for, for a while like that. But I had a friend that was um, having big success with some really weird stuff. And so luckily, um, I had that test and then retest thing where in an hour, however long you had with a, a client, you would do something and you would have to retest. And did they get any better right away? What happened? And so I started using that as my guiding principle and um, whatever I did in the middle, um, it didn't have to be proven by science. And, um, and maybe it might be backfilled by science later, or maybe not. But if it had a result that I wanted um, that was useful, I went with it. And so what I had to let go of was thinking that everything has to be so scientific and figured out. And somebody has to tell me um, that I have to have it written down that, um, yeah, this is valid information because it's um, somehow um, been figured out by some scientist or something. Have you had negative feedback from your professional physical therapy colleagues regarding what you're doing now? Amazingly enough, no. Yeah. Good. Yeah, um, they, they haven't. Um, the ones that know me um, know that I test and retest. And so that's one of the standards of a good physical therapist. Um, but, and I, I don't interact with a lot of them anymore. But it just hasn't been because um, they don't like me. It's just I've drifted apart from their kind of classes. But yeah, the, the physical, therapy physical therapy profession is kind of amazing because we, um, I used to say, we steal from everybody. <laughs> we'll take stuff from any profession and use it. And so, um, yeah, um, but yeah, they, they haven't, um, they haven't. Yeah, it's been pretty good. In terms of your, your gifts and what you do, your healing modalities, methodology, how does that differ from, for example, I, I mentioned to you before we had our interview that I studied uh, some limited study, but I got certified in pranic healing, and I also have some exposure to Reiki healing. A lot of my friends who do this stuff as well work with work in Reiki. I, I don't offer that as a professional service. I got enough I do, but I do enjoy being aware of it, studying it to it as a student, benefiting from it. And I want to ask you, how does what you do differ from that, from Reiki, pranic healing, or or are there similarities? If so, what are they, or how are they? How do the two differ? Yeah, the my from wife the Reiki practitioner, although she doesn't practice right now. Um, and I've never taken Reiki, so I'm not sure absolutely, but I've asked her. And um, and I have different energetic healing models that I play with and use. And what I would say is they all have their own um, flavor. And I think we're all playing with the same stuff in different ways. And some of, some of the methods have more rules about this works and that doesn't work and you got to do it this certain ritualistic way. And others like matrix energetics have zero rules and just do what shows up or actually try to do less of what, try to do nothing and, um, and see what happens. 
Um, and so there's different rule sets around some of these energy things about how to access it. Like, do you use a pendulum or do you use this sort of like hand technique or, um, you know, so they have their different rules and they have their different, what I call morphic field, which means um, they have, um, an example would be um, matrix energetics has this, this thing that anything can happen. And a lot of people tend to fall down if you're doing it in standing. It's like it gets so disoriented for a bit. Um, and so that's a morphic field and integrative manual therapy has a morphic field that, you know, you come in and somebody puts their hands physically on you and does things. And um, so Reiki has a different um, set of rules of here's you use these symbols and these, um, these ways to, to get your hands ready and all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> coach um, has a, a, a technique that I later found out is in a lot of spiritual traditions that helps to um, he uses it to unblock money anxiety and um so his more morphic field of the way he does it um clears blocks to anxiety and things that entrepreneurs like imposter syndrome um clears that it's in that field and so homeopathy has a, a field like you need to find the right information but it's got to be this little remedy that you put in a little pill that you give to somebody or a little drop and um so they all have a different um set of rules and a set of um this is what we help and um, this is what we believe. And so and all that can be useful, but it can also be limiting because it's got a certain set of rules. But I find that um, different forms like Qigong, you, you do all these exercises and these, um, these sounds. And so, um, so they all just have a different flavor, different flavor. I know that you studied under different mentors, some famous, some local different people. And I wanted to see if you could tell us a little about who you find was the most influential teacher, spiritual teacher or mentor that you've worked under that has really shaped your particular approach and your mindset of how what you do helps impact others and, and healing. Wow. It's going to be a surprising answer, I think. So, yeah. Man, there's different versions of this. There's different versions. So the most impactful, every step has been a step for me that's been important for me to go through and, and I use all of them still. I would say, I would say, my goodness. There's different ones for different reasons. I would say, really? My, my business coach who showed me a way to show people how to access this way of healing, for lack of a better word, what, what ails them, how to clear stuff that's in the way of them living a happy life and doing what they're here to do, that ended up being a, something that as I started to play with it and use it, it was like, oh my goodness, every spiritual tradition talks about this. And my Qigong teacher had been telling me to do this exact thing, and I missed it for 17 years. This, um, this way of um, letting go of surrendering, we call peace process, to truly go inside and find it for yourself. And then to not, without, without a technique, to sit with it until it's done being felt. And that's been the biggest shift. If, there, if somebody could get that one thing, they'll, 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 be, they'll, they'll get down the road. <laughs> okay. And who is that individual? Just so I know if you're so okay Michelson. with me. So business coach. Okay. Michelson. And he... Um, you say so, the name again? Sorry, just for uh, audience. Christian, I can't make that. Uh, Christian, Christian Michelson. Christian? Yeah. Michelson. And he's a business coach. So I did um, learning from and going down the road of coaching for, for quite a while because I thought I've got too many skills. I don't, I'm not like just a coach. But um, this guy I kept hearing about had solved a lot of um, inner blocks to making money. Truthfully, he went from food stamps to making millions of dollars, actually. And so I started to go down and learn his, um, his way of clearing these inner blocks. And as I did it, I started um, hearing from my clients that it was an old Zen technique, an old yogi technique. I um, heard it from, that. I started looking, it's like, oh my goodness, it's in um, David Hawkins' work and Tom Stone's work and Raphael Kushner's work and in Buddha, Buddha used this. And it's like, Oh my God, it's everywhere. And my Qigong teacher had been telling me it and I missed it. But this business coach told me because 
um, he used it to clear inner blocks to abundance. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, um, it's very accessible. What, what um, David R. Hawkins, the late David R. Hawkins says, the reason most people don't do it is because it's so simple. And, and I, yeah. Well, as I say to you, when I work with people uh, in, the, in, the, in the psychic realm, I tell people energy is unlimited, love is unlimited, and a lot of the stuff that can heal us are usually something involving energy and love. Because yeah. to me, yeah. is a form of energy. That is Do you have any opinions on that? That, yeah. that, that basically, that even gets more um, direct to, what, when, to your question. The, the biggest thing is an open heart. It's an open heart to love. Yep. You, you mentioned letting go earlier. During this pandemic, one of the things I've done on a personal level is meditate a lot because when you're stuck inside quarantining or so, so, you know, social distancing, you got the TV, you got your computer, and then you got your meditation. And if you work out, whatever. But from meditating, I've actually guided myself through some full work to forgive people in my life, forgive prior experiences, letting go, surrendering. All those things are so empowering. And I believe that what you're doing in terms of your healing modalities for people you work with is probably pretty similar to that. Letting go of that excess baggage that we carry around and we don't even realize. Would you have, a, do you have an opinion about that yourself? I think it's right on. I think it is right on. And I think our obstacles lead us exactly to where it is. And then if you can just sit with it and not try to change anything, experience it completely without judging it, it will run itself out. And what happens is all sorts of goodness comes in. Not because you're trying to make goodness come in or trying to make evil go away. It's that you're sitting with whatever, if something pushes our buttons and causes some angst in, in our bodies, it's our, it's our button. And it's pointing us right to where the thing is, the problem, the issue. It's actually a miracle. And if we can just sit with it, and surrender to it, basically just let it do its thing and notice it, just sit with it. Like you pull up a lawn chair and you just sit right next to it and you just hang out with it. And at some point it's done. It doesn't have to take a long time. And life gets very different. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I, uh, you, you're not gonna believe this. We're already, I know you, you, we, we've already done 40 minutes of this interview, if you can believe that. Oh. I wanted, and I, I say that for a reason, these things fly by, it's like talking to each other and we're just happen to be recording our conversation, basically how I feel when I do these. But I wanna ask you, you, you had indicated before we went on today that you could do some type of a healing either for myself or for our audience. And I, I didn't know if you could take a few minutes at this time, if now's a good time to Absolutely. focus on those type of exercises. And, and, and if you could explain before you do it, which of those you prefer to do? I said you could do whatever. We're open here. Uh, yeah. Our audience is open. So you tell me which you prefer to show. Well, they're all, people are probably already different. But, um, but what we can do as a group, and then I'll, do it, I'll ask you to do it right now, is, is um, we'll use that thing that I learned from that business coach. And, um, and we'll do it in a way that's um, also in line with the way of, um, that I was talking about, finding the information and noticing how, that it's already done. And so, um, so what we can do is everybody can just think about what they would want to change. If you could change something, if something could be different for you, what might that be? And you can share anything you want, of course. Of, um, if something, what would you, and, and, and we, we'll, we'll, we'll do this like as a group. Whatever Jason, um, you know, says, he's like our surrogate. And so um, okay. you can use shift and everybody else can shift. And then I would encourage everybody to test their physical bodies and, and then let us know what's different. But yeah, okay. so, so thanks for, for doing this. What would, what would be your, um, what would you like to change? What would you like? Uh, my anxiety during this pandemic, it's as I, as I said to you probably before we started, uh, little things in life that don't bother me usually, I notice if I get inconvenienced during our current times, my anxiety goes up and I'm like, I got to slow down. I got to take a deep breath. I do my own healing exercise, like meditate and stuff, but I still have the anxiety, the fear. The fear of the unknown regarding, for example, the pandemic. You know, each of us are probably wondering, oh, my God, is this something that's going to happen to me? Is this something that's going to happen to my loved one? Like, I have, I have an elderly mom. She's 73. I always worry about her. And so that would be it. I'd probably say the anxiety of my anxiety levels during our current times. And I'm sure everyone in our audience has that because this is a global phenomenon that's impacting so severely. So. Okay. And when you – so can I – um. Can I go um, uh, deep with you and just go for it right now? Sure. Okay. okay. So um, for the moment, um, 
if it went totally awful, if the worst case scenario. Can I just yeah. not to interrupt you, but I, I'm finding this interesting. You're holding it looks like a Yoda doll. Is that what's in your hand? Yeah, I got a yeah. I, I'm using it as a surrogate, but yeah, I um, I um. That's I cool. That's cool. I started, yeah, hey, so, full disclosure, I'm holding, I'm holding, I'm holding a piece of amethyst in my hand because I always do that for when I do episodes. I'll have crystals on me, and they awesome. So be so that's powerful. cool. That's cool. Yeah, we are like, um, we're rocking it out. So yeah, <laughs> we're nerding out in new agey stuff, healing yeah. modalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've got your kidneys right in my hand. Um, the seed of fear and anxiety and that, and um, so um, yeah, think about like. Just for a moment, we're not going to spend a lot of time here, but um, we're we're um, doing what we call poking the bear, which is basically pushing the button to get it a little bit, like um, to see where it is. Um, so think about like what's your greatest fear? Like if, if something went really wrong with this whole situation, can you kind of picture what your worst case scenario might be? Yeah, well, it's interesting. You brought up my kidneys. I did have stage one kidney cancer two years ago. Luckily, I caught it early and I picked up on it five months before my diagnosis when I was walking past the window once. I was like, wouldn't it be weird if I had cancer in my body and I didn't know it? And then five months later on a CT scan for another procedure, I found out I had a, a stage one tumor. And so I had the procedure done two years ago, actually around now, September of 2018, and they got rid of the tumor. But in terms of my fear, I think my greatest fear would be um, probably not having enough time to do everything I want to do in my lifetime because I have so many things I want to do after surviving that and going through this and you know so it's interesting so yeah my fear would be not you know maybe getting cancer again and not living a full life the way I want to yeah not living a full life so think about that for a moment what what you would miss okay now let go for a moment and um, go inside your body and your physical body. What are you noticing in your physical body? What's happening in your physical body right in this moment? I feel pretty loose and relaxed. And so when you think about um, not having enough time and maybe, you, you know, this pandemic um, keeps you inside more and you're masked up more and, you know, and then you don't get to go do stuff that you want to do. Um, what's the one thing that you would really, really, really want to be able to do? I would probably want to be able to go out to like a music festival or something where thousands and thousands of people right now, I would love to have that kind of energy for a weekend or go to a, go to a park with a, a group of friends that I haven't been able to do or, or a party or, or gathering, something like that. Okay. Okay. And now, now go inside your body and, and let me know what's happening in your body right now. I feel like a vibrational energy. Subtle, very subtle. Yeah, you've done so much work. Does, it, does that fear, that's why I think you're doing so, yeah. When, um, um, how do you know um, you have this anxiety? Because... Uh, when I am, for example, driving in the car right now, you know how many months our stuff was closed down and we didn't have to deal with traffic? I'll go somewhere and I'll get stuck in a traffic situation and I'm like, <gasps> I feel the energy build in my heart. I get that tension in my chest. I feel shortness of breath. And I know it's not something, it's more of an anxious. And I, didn't, I never thought of myself as having something like that before because I think now that I'm in so much or I'm just away from so many people, I'm an extrovert. As you can tell, I like to talk. I like to social, call myself the social psychic. Right yeah. now, I'm the social distancing psychic. It's kind of like, yeah. yuck. And looking yeah. forward to the future, you know? Okay, so, so now go inside your body and tell me, um, what, what are you noticing in your body? Actually, right now, I'm see, the way I'm, see, I'm sitting, I feel my feet are like vibrating kind of. You know, like when you have your, your cell phone in your pocket and you feel it vibrate, if you have the vibration yeah. on it and you're getting a call or a text, I feel that vibrational energy kind of thing. Okay. Sensation. Already solved this, thing, but let me just um, um, when you think think of um, driving and how that feels to you these days. I love to drive because <laughs> I'm out of the house. It's an excuse to get outside. <laughs> oh, so you love to drive, um, and then think of um, it's one of those traffic jams. Oh, horrible. Okay, think about that for a bit. Think of the worst traffic jam. Like, oh God, this is <laughs> here long. In my life? 
The worst yeah. traffic jam I had was in Baltimore once going to DC from New Jersey. It was like five hours. It was a right at the tunnel, right by the oh, oh. horrible feeling. Okay. You know, what got me through that though. Prayer. <laughs> oh, you, you're, you, yeah, you. Okay, so now let me just check in. So, um, what's happening in your body right now? It's calm. Um, I think you're good to go. Let me just um, let me just play here. Let's see. Let's see. There's more to do here. This is done. This is another question. Something else. Something else. Something else. Something Jason knows, something I know, something someone else knows. Let's just go. Let's go right here. Let me just drop a pin. Why does a pin drop? Now, this is different. It's usually when somebody thinks of the problem, they feel something in their body, but you're, you feel really already good to go. Let's see, just, um, let me see. What, um, you want to hear something ironic? Yeah. You know how we were talking. You know how we were talking earlier about sweaty palms. Yeah. <laughs> My palms are sweaty right now, and I have no idea why. I never get sweaty palms. <laughs> oh, so interesting! Wow. Okay, so let me just play with this pattern. So what I want you to do is keep your attention on your your palms, it's especially if one is more than the other one. And I'm right at your left kidney, and let's say everything Jason wants. Yeah, it really is that simple. Yeah, I'm noticing the hormonal thing shift. And this is all used for good. It can't be used for bad. There was um, one time when Richard Bartlett asked, um, he had somebody in class that had a, a whole business to like, teach guys how to pick up women in not yeah. such nice ways. And, um, and he wanted to learn how to use energy to like do that. And it didn't work at all. Cause it, the field. I would think it would be used for its intended purpose. Yeah. The, the field <laughs> of, of, of um, this stuff is um, that it's just used for good. This feels really good. Okay. Let's um, I'm how big uh, I'm going to get, what I'm noticing is I'm noticing um, it's so funny. I'm going to, I'm noticing a, you know, a little um, bell icon on YouTube channels. Yes. Gonna, Subscribe um, button. Yeah. I'm noticing um, the, um, that notification button on for Jason. Yeah. And we're uploading a lot into the cloud. And then we're bringing him all the way around to China. Cause it's really interesting. China just had a giant music festival. Yeah, I'm sure they did. They got, they got their coronavirus under better control than us. <laughs> Locking it out. So let's just, whatever that is, whether you believe in stuff or not believe in stuff, um, let's just go. Um, yeah. Turn everybody into their own wisdom so that they have that notification button turned on for them. So you know, you know when you know. Yeah, so this is cool. Um, what I'm noticing is a um, a Goldilocks thing, like just right, like that kind of life um, for you that's just right. So we didn't have you test things before and after right now, but you might notice what's different um, right now. If you want to let us know, um, if you want to check in and see. I feel, I can tell you, I feel looser. I feel like, uh, you know, when someone has a massage and they feel like they're like awake and alert and comfortable, I feel relaxed. I have clarity and feeling. That's what, that's what I feel like right now. Awesome. You know, I want to share one thing. A couple of years ago when I was working at my lawyer job, I had to go up to New York to do some work for Superstorm Sandy. And I remember I had a bunch of cases I was negotiating. It was a high stressful moment for me. And I remember as I was walking into that mediation in, this, in New York City, Manhattan, I noticed this persistent pain in the back of my like lower back and it, it didn't go, it, it wouldn't go away for like hours. Right. At the end of that day, once I, we did settle all those cases, once we settled like all of those and that pressure was gone, that release of that tenseness and that pain was gone. And I realized at that point 
It was probably stress related. It was probably something that had nothing to do with a physical malady. And that, so that kind of ties into what you're doing. Like I want to try to say is a lot of times our intuitive side can cause us to have conditions in our body, psychosomatic or whatever that is, that energy blockage, whatever we want to call it. And right now, as we just did this just now and, and for the show, I feel release of the energy. I feel relaxed. I, I literally feel like I just had a massage. Yeah, awesome. Massage. And you bring up a perfect point to like bridge this like extra piece here. So when anybody has um, a thing like that, life will, will do something and you'll feel it in your body. You get betrayed or you've got something really stressful to do or some kind of um, thing happens or you think of something and then you feel it in your body, you know, in your gut, in your solar plexus, in your heart, um, your kidneys, your back. Um, what's cool is you can try this and start to play with it and use it and let me know if you want more information. But basically when life has something, when something happens and you feel it in your body, like, like you did, what you can do either, you can do it right on the spot and just um, one part of you is keeping your attention on the physical feeling without trying to change it. Or if you're thinking about it the night before and you got this big meeting and you feel it, you can sit there for five, 10, 15 minutes and just feel the physical pain. It's weird to think, well, why would you want to feel this? The thing is, if you feel it completely, it gets done being felt and it is done. And a lot of wonderful stuff starts flowing into your life. And in this way, the obstacle becomes the way. So whatever causes some angst in you, it's in your body. You can go just notice it and just hang out with it. Just like you're not trying to change it. You're just hanging out with it. It will run itself out. And when it does, really wonderful stuff happens. And we can do it with me doing stuff with you, like this energetic way. Um, but if it just shows up on the spot, on the fly, like it did walking into that meeting, you can just um, notice it. That's, that's that process that that business coach showed me. That's beautiful. I'll, I'll say this. Anything that can help us cope and deal with the stress of our lives, I think, is such a benefit for any of us to learn. I, I think it can help us live better lives. It can help us be more balanced. It can reduce our reliance on narcotic substances such as prescriptions, opioids, all those kind of things. I want to ask you this. We're kind of running low on time, if you can believe that. <laughs> well, I said that earlier, but based on what you're doing right now, first off, I want you to share with our audience, how can they find you? If somebody wants to follow up with you following this episode, what would be the best way for them to reach you? Probably the best way is ralphhavens.com forward slash true healing. So ralphhavens.com forward slash true healing. And there, there if you go to the um, enlightenment technique, um, you can get that for free. I walk you through it with some stuff. There's also an end anxiety forever framework that has all of the stuff I use to get rid of my anxiety and sweaty hands that um, you can have for free. And it leads you to more ways if you want more handholding ways to work with me. And there's a whole masterclass there about um, this true healing idea of how, how to use it. So, um, but yeah, ralphhavens.com forward slash true healing would be um, the best way to reach me. Great. And just for our audience, I'll put that into our program notes as well. Where do you see yourself going next? What's your future path in the next six months to a year? If you want to share with our audience what you'll be doing or what you have planned coming up. Where I'm, what I've noticed is, as I've been, um, what, I've, what, I, what I see right now is um, to continue on this self-inquiry place to like sit in stillness and notice my own stuff where it is and just to sit with it. And then because um, the synchronicity of life shows up. And where I'm going right now is I've noticed a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of people that um, have a lot of good to share with the world have a lot of insecurities and fears and self-limiting behaviors and imposter syndrome, like who am I to do this? And, um, and I feel one of my things is to help people clear all this stuff, whether it's physical or anxiety stuff in the way, because these days, if we, there's so many of us that have a gift that we're a few steps ahead of somebody else that would really love to know how to do what we're, we're doing, no matter where we're at. And um, I'll give one just quick, my, my little boy, we had um, a problem with his reading and we couldn't figure it out. We went to all these specialists and they had this big plan to fix him up. And I said, well, how long does it take to fix this thing up? And they said, oh, he's gonna have this through college. He's only eight years old. And I said, that's not right. And I told my wife, I said, Jen, somebody has fixed this. And within a day she found it. And it was a guy that had had the same problem and then toughed it out and still became an engineer. And then his two boys had the same problem and he figured out how to fix it and he created a, an online course and we bought it. And within a few weeks, Ben's thing was gone. And so everybody 
something and whatever your problem is, whatever the thing is that you've been drawn to, to heal in yourself or to shift or to clear, there's somebody that really needs your help. And if, what, what that does though, is it brings up all of the inner stuff, all the inner stuff, the inner game, the anxiety, the depression, the who am I to do this, the procrastination, the, I gotta just make it perfect till it comes out and I'll never make it come out because I wanna make it perfect. All those things, somebody needs, needs you. <laughs> and, um, and so where I've been drawn to now is to help um, the entrepreneurs that are bringing their stuff to the world to clear all this junk that's in the way. Because um, these are incredible times. These are the kind of times that we're gonna, it's gonna catapult us, I believe, to a really cool way to live. And, um, and I don't know where we're going, but I think clearing more of what's in us is, is where I'm going. <laughs> absolutely, no, absolutely. I really enjoyed having you on today. I am so glad that we could make this happen. And I appreciate you uh, coming onto the show and sharing your gift with our audience. If you could pick a spirit animal that you'd be, which spirit animal would that be and why? I usually do this at the end of my episode just to kind of, for me, I'll just go first to tell you, I usually pick owls because I have two parrots. I love birds and I feel that wisdom's like one of my things in life that I search for. And it's also kind of like just, you know, the 360 view and all those kind of things. So that's how I look at my life is if I was a spirit animal, I'd be an owl. That's awesome. I love owls. We have owls out here. I would say um, a wolf. A wolf. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they're all about relationships, you know, they're monogamous. They, um, this, the lone wolf is like the, not the, the right archetype. It's more like the pack animal. I'm like um, in nature, not, not, um, not, you don't see them in zoos. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're wild, truly wild animals. Yeah, so I think it'd be a wolf. And you know what? That would be beyond limits, right? Wolves are beyond limits, <laughs> which is what your branding is. That's pretty cool. Thank I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it, Ralph. Thank, thank you. you. I just want to thank Ralph Havens for coming on the show today. Uh, for each of you in, in our audience, I know that there are days when you have more stress than others. There are moments when you are dealing with a lot on your, on your plate. And during those times, it's hard to be able to separate physical stress from emotional anxiety and spiritual uh, stress. One of the things I like about having Ralph on the show he has the blending of his traditional training as a physical therapist, and he utilized that to then embark into medical intuitive wellness healing. And that's just something that's very powerful, I think. And I like the fact that we can look at ourselves and, and, and look at the whole, the gestalt. So when you listen to this episode today, keep in mind that there's just so many modalities out there, so many things that you can look at and approach the world from. And as we all deal with this, you know, the angst of our pandemic and uh, social un unrest and all these other things, economic problems, if some of you are without a job or if you're grieving a loved one, whatever that is, keep in mind that the universe provides us with these tools and these healing modalities for a reason. And what I would say is keep an open mind when you are listening to this episode and my other episodes to just be open-minded. Just because it's not something you might have previously thought about, dwelled on, such as medical intuitive healing, for example, it's out there. It's part of our world. It's part of nature. It's part of who we are. And I would encourage you to think of those things. Definitely utilize these tools because they exist for a reason. The more you can study these kind of things for health and wellness and mind, body, spirit, clarity, I would highly recommend it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy. Thank you so much for supporting Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. 
Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wannabet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.